Welcome to episode number 28 of the Peaceful Power Podcast. And today, I'm going to interview Claudia Petrilli. Sapphire training helps the on-the-go woman feel more energetic, find her inner peace, and become more powerful by creating a fitness lifestyle she loves. So today's interview, um, I'm super excited to bring her on. She, We talk nutrition, so I've not had a guest talk about nutrition yet. So a little background on Claudia and who she is. Claudia Petrelli is a holistic health coach who works with women and men who are tired of feeling guilty about their food choices and not loving what they see in the mirror. She helps them figure out why they crave certain foods and how to find food and exercise they love so they can feel more confident in themselves. When she's not coaching others to feel and look like their best, she's either cooking up a storm, spending time outdoors, or relaxing on her couch with tea. So today, um, Claudia talks about her upcoming um, sugar detox program that she is going to be releasing on September 19th. So that is awesome. It's a 10-day program, and we tell we tell more details um, later today. And then I also wanted to remind everyone that the Peaceful Power um, course is coming out September 20th, so next week as well. And so if you want more information about that, both of those things will be linked up in the show notes, um, and they are both amazing programs that are geared to help women kind of find their true potential. So without further ado, here is today's episode with Claudia. Welcome to episode number 34, and today I am here with Claudia. So Claudia, tell us a little bit more about yourself and what you do. Sure. Thank you for having me. Um, I am a holistic health coach, and I work more or less with women, um, but I am starting to actually expand my practice a bit um, to start offering some services to men. Um, And essentially what I do is I work with them to understand their cravings um, and to stop feeling guilty about their food choices and really just um, learn how to find food and exercise that works for them and their body um, so that they can actually commit to it and they can maintain it. Yes, I love that. It's totally that's what I'm about on the exercise end is trying to find something that people actually will do because it's so easy to give in and be like, oh, this is no fun and I quit. Right. So I know you personally had a sugar detox story and kind of a journey. Um, that's something that I am definitely trying to kick. And, you know, that's one of the things that I do tell people is trying to get rid of as much sugar out of your diet as possible. So tell us how you did that and what was your experience like? <laughs> um, how much time do we have? <laughs> um, let's let me think about where it started. Well, I would say probably about God, it has to be at least nine years ago. Um, I was overweight. I had pretty bad skin. Um, I had a lot of like mood fluctuations. I wasn't sleeping well. I just was kind of a mess. Um, and it was during my, I think it was my first job out of college. And, uh, I, at the time, my manager there was actually studying to be a health coach. Um, and I was very new to the health world, you know, learning about nutrition. I had no like really clue about how food affects your health and your mood and everything else. Um, So she kind of started telling me just little things, like just kind of educating me on just food in general and how it affects you in so many ways. And I just started trying different things. Um, And little by little, I started doing my own research. I'm becoming really interested in nutrition. 
and trying to figure out why I was experiencing so many symptoms and I wanted to fix them. I mean, I was under 30 at the time and I was like, this is probably not how I should be living my life. (laughs) Um, I should want to be, you know, I should feel better about myself. I should look better. Um, I should be sleeping at night. So, um, you know, I just started trying alternate um, like sweeteners. So instead of using regular white sugar in my coffee, I started using, I don't know, at the time, I think like agave syrup, which now (laughs) I know isn't really the healthiest um, choice either, but it was a little bit of a step up, I guess, at that time. So I started experimenting with um, different alternative, different sweeteners. Um, So that was kind of the first step. But then I just started doing a lot of other things like drinking more water, Um, you know, a lot of folks don't realize that, you know, when we get these sugar cravings, it's because we are dehydrated or on the verge of dehydration. So I started drinking water when I would get cravings, and that would always kind of um, satisfy me. Started adding you know, lemon water, just different things to flavor my water so it was more enjoyable. Um, what else? I started um, just kind of being more mindful of even my carb intake and by carb, I mean like simple carbs um, versus complex, which, you know, we need carbs, of course, in our diet, but things like pasta, crackers, um, you know, I was eating whole wheat bread at the time thinking that that was healthy, um, never reading ingredients <laughs> prior to this. So I started really paying attention to, you know, ingredients in the foods I was eating and, you know, how many different forms of sugar there are in everything we pick up, anything that's packaged, um, and just really educating myself on it. And then, of course, you know, I started just eating healthier overall, increasing healthy protein, healthy fats, um, snacking throughout the day. You know, not too much snacking, but just enough so that I was able to maintain um or satisfy my hunger so that I wasn't starving at every meal and then just like wolfing down like a bagel or, you know, a whole pizza by myself. <laughs> uh, yeah. What are your thoughts about fruit then for sugar? Like, cause I know that's kind of right now, it's kind of a hot button. Some people are for it. Some are against it. What are your thoughts on that? Right. Um, I feel like, I mean, fruit is healthy. It has so much fiber and vitamins and nutrients that we're not getting in the standard American diet. And, you know, if you're somebody who is constantly eating complex, uh, simple carbs like bagels, waffles, pancakes, things like that, and you're also eating a lot of fruit, then, yeah, I would scale back. But really, I'd scale back on the carbs, not so much the fruit. Because, um, again, you know, we do need carbs and there are, you know, fruit can be a good source of carbohydrates as well. Um, so I just, I don't know when I hear to tell, people telling others to minimize or take out the fruit, I always look at like the whole, um, you know, th- I, w- I would like to look at their whole diet. It's like, well, what are you eating otherwise? Like before you take out fruit, let's take out something else that's actually causing a problem. <laughs> and then we'll talk about your fruit intake. Totally. Yeah. That's my feelings. Exactly. I'm like, well, I'd rather have you eat a piece of fruit than, you know, go out and have another bagel bite, you know, or something mm-hmm. like that. Exactly. Um, yeah, I totally agree. So what causes sugar cravings then? Well, it can be a few things. Like one I just said was like, you know, if you're not drinking enough water and hydrating enough, that's a huge, um, that's not a huge one. I'm, I'm actually running a, a contest right now in my private Facebook group called get hydrated. Um, especially like the summer months and, you know, we're hot and, you know, you're sweating more. If you're active, you're losing a lot of water. So you're not hydrating as much. So 
you know, then it's like, oh, I could really go for some ice cream. And it's like you're craving these things because you're just not replacing or replenishing that water that we're losing. Um, so that's a huge one. Um, some other things that, you know, a lot of people don't even think about it, things like stress and not taking care of yourself. You know, we're always on the go, <laughs> um, you know, and especially women, you know, if you have kids, if you're working or if you have your own business, like you're you're stressed out. And I don't care who you are, like everyone experience some experiences some sort of stress nowadays um and you know it's really hard to eliminate it completely but you have to learn how to manage it because if you're not managing it you're finding things that are giving you like instant gratification like a cookie or a piece of chocolate um so i really feel like taking care of yourself you know making your alone time a priority is really helpful when it comes to cravings yeah, totally. Do you have any like self priority or self care tips for people? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> well, I like to get as much self care as I can. But even myself, like you know, I have to remind myself to do stuff. I I sometimes put a reminder in my phone or in my calendar. I have a planner that I use for my business and you know to schedule clients, and then I schedule in self care like any other appointment. So. On Sunday nights, a big thing for me is I take an Epsom salt bath with some lavender in it. I put a face mask on. I listen to some jazz. And I mean, you know, maybe for like an hour at the most. And that's like really relaxing to me and something I look forward to. Um, you know, and then of course, scheduling in a th- something like a workout, go to a yoga class or go to the gym, anything that you can schedule for yourself. Um, yeah, I highly recommend scheduling like any other appointment. Totally. Yeah, that's where I have now becoming a mom realized that like I'm like okay I need to actually put my workouts into my calendar before I'm like I know I'll get them done now I'm like no you actually need to put those in there because I need to make sure I have my child is taken care of and I have child care otherwise I'm doing it at home and it's not it's not as good of a workout you know so right that's where yeah. I'm like all of those little things that I never thought of before I'm like okay now I have to make myself a priority or falls by the wayside yeah exactly yeah oh uh, so what are ways or tips for reducing kind of sugar cravings? Are there anything besides, you know, like the water, um, making sure we're hydrated? What other tips um, can people do to kind of step away from, like, the sugar and the cookies and the candy? <laughs> um, avoid all social events. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but, no, in all seriousness, if you do attend events where, you know, there's going to be a lot of sugar I know I personally, like, I go to a lot of family events, and I love being around family, um, but I, if I know, like, it's going to be hard for me to, um, you know, avoid a cake or whatever they have, I often bring my own dessert, and not just for me, but I bring something to share with others that's maybe a little bit healthier, whether it's a fruit salad or, you know, a gluten-free cake or something that's just a little bit healthier so that everybody can kind of share it, everyone can kind of get a sample um, I like to, like, educate people <laughs> in that way as well, um, that, you know, a lot of times people think, like, oh, if it's healthy, it's not going to taste good, which is just so ridiculous. Um, it's just not true at all. Um, and then, you know, other things like not buying some stuff. Like, you know, you have total control over what you put into your house, what's in your pantry, what's in your fridge. When you go to the grocery store, 
don't buy the chalk, you know, the Snickers bars or whatever it is. And, you know, we get so addicted to sugar that it's like almost like second nature. You like, you just throw it in your grocery cart and it's like, let's look for healthier options. And they are out there. You could still buy chocolate, but buy like a dark chocolate that's good quality. Um, and always read ingredients, of course. Um, let me think. Another thing is, Try swapping sweeteners, like even in something like your tea or your coffee. Maybe you're going to try um, something like honey or coconut sugar um, for a while. And then eventually just kind of gradually do less and less till you don't really feel that you need that sweetener. Um, and then, of course, another thing is just eating, making sure you don't skip meals. I notice a lot of folks, um, particularly women, tend to skip meals um, and not even that they're necessarily trying to lose weight, but sometimes they just don't have time or they don't think about it or, you know, they don't plan ahead. And that's probably one of the worst things you could do, not only for your metabolism, but, you know, of course you're going to be craving something sweet or just some anything that you can get your hands on because you're starving at the next meal. So I always tell folks to, you know, increase your protein, try to have some sort of protein at most of your meals and healthy fats because these are the things that are keeping you full so that you're not going to be craving um, a lot of unhealthy things. Yeah, no, that's totally something that I've um, noticed too with clients where I'm like, oh, you guys, you know, like, oh, I skipped lunch and I have time. I'm like, oh, and now you're going to work out with me, you know, and then they wonder why they're really just, you know, cannot do another rep or they're really tired today. I'm like, you got to make sure you eat something. I'm like, you're running on empty. You haven't maybe right. skipped breakfast or had coffee for breakfast. So I'm like, you have nothing in your system. And then you're going to try to do a hard workout. I'm like, that's where, you know, your adrenal glands are going all over the place and metabolism mm -hmm. is getting messed up. And so, you know, making sure planning ahead is something I'm a huge fan of. Um, do you have any like grocery store tips or how do you plan ahead for your life? Yeah, it's funny. I don't, I don't consider what I do quote-unquote meal planning, um, I, I guess because it's just second nature. It's like I'm always thinking about food. <laughs> I love food. I love to eat. Um, I enjoy cooking. I know a lot of people don't. But, um, yeah, there are healthy options. There's some options out there, like if you don't like to cook. But cooking is not so difficult. I think a lot of people get really overwhelmed with it because there's so many recipes, so many things you can do. Um, but I just stick to the basics. You know, every week I go food shopping. I have a grocery list that I, I create. I just put it in my phone um, and I just buy whatever's on my list. I don't, you know, go crazy buying all this other stuff because then it all ends up sitting in the fridge and it goes to waste, which, you know, I hate wasting food. Um, but, yeah, I just make, like, a list every week. It's more or less the same stuff. I make sure I get some sort of protein um, for every night of the week, make sure I have my full stock of healthy fats. I buy greens, vegetables, and, I mean, my meals are pretty boring, but, you know, they, they do the job. You know, I try to just always make some sort of protein for usually dinner, um, some sort of greens or vegetables on the side. Once in a while, I'll do some carbs like rice or quinoa. Um, but we stick to the basics and, you know, it seems to work. Yeah, no, yeah. that's pretty much what I do too. I'm kind of the same way. I put the grocery list in my phone and I kind of, I map out what I'm going to do each um, night and that way I kind of have an idea and then kind of roll from there. My lunches, I'm kind of on, you know, I know I'm going to eat lunch because I'm usually home so I kind of throw whatever's in the cupboard and I think sometimes we're like we overthink things where we're like I really need to I don't have a plan so I'm just going to skip it 
You know, like, mm-hmm. it's really just kind of look in your fridge. What can you make? Like, you don't have right. to follow a recipe. You can kind of make something on your own. I love doing that. Like, oh, right. what do I have? And I created a random, like, tuna meal the other night. And my husband's like, this is actually good. I'm like, yeah. I, I created that myself. You know, so it kind of feels good when you're like, thank you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm a huge fan of just throwing everything I have yeah. in a bowl. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm going to throw this out unless I use it. So what can we all mix together? Yeah, yeah. So um, talking about carbs a little more in depth, because I know, um, you know, there's stipulation all about carbs lately. And I know some people might not understand the differences between, you know, we touched a little bit of the simple carbs, complex carbs. Can you tell us a little bit more about them and why we need them and what they do for us? Yeah. Um, So simple carbs are things that would more or less like they kind of wait they get into your bloodstream faster. I'm trying to think of a good way, to, an easy way to explain that. So it affects your insulin levels quicker than a complex carb would. So a simple carb, examples of simple carbs would be, like I said earlier, bagels, bread, pasta, um, crackers, stuff that, you know, we all tend to love because they're delicious and they're kind of addicting <laughs> and they're very quick. You can just grab them on the go um, versus complex carbs, which are things like fruit, um, what else, like sweet potatoes, things like rice, quinoa, like some grains like that. Um, and those, you know, they also have, um, well, I mean, they're complex in that they don't take, they take longer, sorry, they take longer to get into your bloodstream, essentially, um, and they sustain you. And, of course, carbs are good for energy, so, you know, especially, like, you're a fitness person, and I'm sure you know, like, you need carbs to kind of keep your energy up, and that's why a lot of people tell you to eat, like, a banana before you work out um, or have, like, a recovery smoothie that has, like, a banana and whatever else in there um, with some sort of carbs. So I'm a, I'm a big carb fan, but, you know, complex carbs for sure. Yes, yes, and I think that's kind of the um, thing that people kind of realize is I think sometimes when we hear no carbs, we associate carbs with every carb, you know, and then that means, like, no quinoa, no rice, no sweet potatoes, and you're like, no, those are actually good carbs. Mm -hmm. So, you know, kind of saying, okay, there's a difference in, you know, teaching people, because I think sometimes that's half the battle is just we don't have time to educate ourselves and, um, you know, just making sure we take time to learn that or someone, you know, shares that information with us. So I really appreciate that. So now I want to talk about that 3 p.m. crash, because it happens. It happens to me, definitely. Um, I'm noticing. I'm like, okay. I'm crashing. What do I do? I don't want coffee because I know it's going to keep me up at night. You know, I don't drink. I haven't drank pop in years. Um, So what can you reach for? What can I do to kind of not crash so much at 3 p.m.? Well, I mean, I generally would start with why. Like, why are you getting tired? That's what. what, Yeah, exactly. So for someone like you, a new mom, you're not sleeping well. So, I mean, that's probably the first thing I would say to someone is, well, let's work on your sleep patterns. How can you get a nap in during the day? You know, and I realize that's not always um, possible for everybody. You know, we're lucky that we can work in our homes, whereas not everyone can. You can't just take a nap at your desk. (laughs) Um, Although I wish more companies would, you know, start letting people do that because they, you know, people would be so much more productive and get stuff done. Um, But if you can take a nap, (laughs) if that's not an option for you, um, I always tell people, like, drink a tall glass of water when you start to feel like you're getting tired. And, again, it seems, like, so simple, but it really helps. It helps me. Con- like, I do it all the time when I feel like if I'm getting a little, 
you know, and not that I get so tired during the day, but I think it's like, you know, it's a long day. I get up at, you know, 7 a.m. and I'm working. And then by the time 3 o'clock rolls on, I'm kind of like, oh, I've been working a lot all day. And then I drink a glass of water and it definitely replenishes me. Um, another really awesome thing is to get outside. You know, if you can go outside for like a few minutes just to get some sun or even if it's not sunny out, just to get outside to get some fresh air, I find that that really helps. Um, and in terms of food, I actually have a free snack guide on my website, um, so if anybody wants that, it's like 35 different snacks that you can have that are much better than, you know, grabbing the office donut or, you know, the vending machine Doritos, <laughs> um, you know, things like crackers and hummus or I'm trying to think like, you know, if you have a refrigerator, you can keep some plain yogurt and you can add some fruit, you know, even a handful of nuts and maybe an apple, things like that. Um, there's endless amounts of snacks. I'm a big snacker, so I definitely um, have some good ideas <laughs> for folks on that. Yes, I love that. And I love that you said um, water because that's kind of what I've been going to is just drinking some water and then taking my son for a walk. And that usually always gets me a little more energized and I can come back and finish whatever I need to do. Um, mm -hmm. So uh, speaking of water, so I've been doing the LaCroix water. What are your thoughts on that, good or bad? Tell me a little bit more about that. That's what I've heard of it. Have you heard? Is it like so electrolytes or something? No, added, it's just or? like plain water, and it's just got like natural flavors of, well, it says natural flavors because I read the can. But mm -hmm. people here in the Midwest, like, that's all over the place. So I was like, okay, you know, I'll try this. To me, is I love it. Is it like a sparkling water? No, uh, yes, I think it is. I feel like I may have seen it. It That's comes funny, like in a can. I'm not, not sure. All across the country yet. <laughs> Maybe like the East Coast is not a room. I just haven't paid attention. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it comes in like a can, like soda, and it's um, just like Lacroix sparkling water. And I'm like, okay, is this really good for you? So I'm still on the fence of, you know, I'm like, I'd rather I can just put lemon in my own water and rock that out because I know that's healthy. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I know it can get boring just drinking straight water, um, and I'm experiencing that in my, like I said, in the, the contest I'm holding in my group right now. A lot of them are like, well, how can I make this more interesting? So it's like, add some fruit. You know, you can infuse it. You can add some mint leaves. You know, cucumbers, whatever. Um, I mean, I personally, I like seltzer and sparkling water. Um, you know, there's people who say like, oh, these natural flavors, quote unquote. Like, what is it? Where do they come from? And yeah, I, I get that and I, I do some research, but at the same time, I don't, I don't obsess over things like that because if someone says to me, well, I'm drinking seltzer all day, whereas I used to drink Diet Coke all day, I will never say, oh my God, stop drinking the seltzer because of natural flavors that we don't know. I mean, like, give me a break. Like, people are making simple changes. Uh, that's not even a simple change. Like, to go from Coke to seltzer is an awesome change. Um, so I would totally just, praise them for that and you know so go for it enjoy <laughs> that's like, I'm like oh I feel like I'm having a treat even though I'm not <laughs> right yeah love mm -hmm. it. so um speaking of like quick and easy recipes do you have any quick and easy um recipes to kind of help us live a balanced life that people can do like at night if they're like well what can I throw together um like as a treat or as a meal um can be as a meal or anything that you might want to have on hand so maybe um stuff that you can throw together that people might not have thought oh that's easy hmm, let me think um i'm a huge fan of like one pot cooking mm, <laughs> or one it. pan cooking which is Makes, exactly. It makes my life easier. I don't have a dishwasher in my apartment so the less dishes and pots and pans the better um 
So I, this is something like I tell even my clients, like, don't knock frozen vegetables. Um, you know, one, they're inexpensive. Two, a lot of times they're actually, quote unquote, fresher, more fresh than some of the not frozen um, fruits and vegetables because they're they're usually frozen right when they're like harvested. Um, so you know if you can find I I usually recommend organic uh, vegetables when you can of course um, in your freezer section just keep them in your freezer. One they're not you know they're not going to go bad as quickly. It's very convenient. You could just like cut open a bag. Um, something I like to do is I'll take a mix of let me think like broccoli, Brussels sprouts, uh, mushrooms. What else? Uh, onions, just like a lot of root vegetables, and I'll just throw them all in one big pan <laughs> with some sea salt, maybe some black pepper. If you can't have black pepper, then you could just really use any of like any herbs that you like. I like to throw some like basil, um, yeah, like basil or rosemary in there, and then just I kind of douse some olive oil on it, and then I bake it in the oven at I don't know, I think it's like 350 degrees Fahrenheit, something around there, for about 20 minutes or so, and then that's about it. It's like it could be a main meal or it could be a side dish. You can make some, like, chicken on the side or something. It's one of my favorites. I love, I do it all the time in the summer and the winter, and even my boyfriend's a fan. So if you like something, then I stick to it. <laughs> I understand that. Sometimes yeah. men are tougher to please. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, well, that sounds really easy. I like that. Yeah. I'm going to have to try that because I've never even thought about so putting your frozen vegetables right in the oven. I've never done that, so. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know I could do that. Without Give it a going. shot. Yes. Um, so what are your take on, like, cheat meals or cheat days? Are you a fan or? No. <laughs> Not a fan. Not um, I hate that. I hate the term cheat um, because I just feel like if you ate healthy most of the time, when you go to, quote, unquote, indulge, you should not feel guilty about it. You shouldn't think you're cheating, um, you know. And I also think it could be dangerous because, you know, if somebody, say they have a goal to lose, I don't know, 30 pounds, and they're eating really healthy all week, but almost like being really, really strict, and then they're like, oh, Saturday is my cheat day. So that means they're going to eat anything and everything that comes their way. To me, you're ruining all the hard work that you're doing during the week. So if you want to indulge in something, make it a meal, make it a dessert, you know, have a, an ice cream cone, whatever it is that you really like, enjoy it now and then, but make sure that you're being mindful of what you're eating the rest of the time. Um, so yeah, I'm not, I'm not a fan of that. And when people use the word cheat meals or cheat day, it kind of makes me cringe. <laughs> yes. No, I totally, I agree. I did a uh, vlog about that probably a couple of years ago now on all about why cheat meals don't work that we need to get away from it because it just doesn't like we overindulge and then everything that you did at the gym all week long just went out the wayside <laughs> and we yeah. don't even realize it you know because yeah. that was just kind of what was accepted for the last few years right. um, and now I think it's kind of starting to turn and be like okay maybe that's not what we should be doing mm-hmm. yeah. um, so in terms of exercise do you have any tips for women to kind of stick with an exercise program yeah. Um, <laughs> well, personally, I, I don't know. I'm somebody who likes to change things up a lot. 
even in my my life. <laughs> I get bored doing the same thing over and over. Um, so I like to try different recipes, different foods, different ways of cooking. When it comes to exercise, I change it up pretty often so that I don't get bored. Um, I think telling somebody like, you know, pick one thing that you really like and just stick with it. It's easier said than done because even like, you know, for example, I really enjoy yoga and there was a period of about three years that I did it religiously like twice a week. Um, and then in the past six months, I was like, yeah, I'm not really into it. I don't know what it is. Like, I mean, yes, it has great benefits and all that, but I'm just, I'm wanting to do more cardio lately. So I've been going for long walks and that is really also very beneficial to me for my mindset and, um, for stress relief. So things like that. Um, so I don't know. I always tell people do what you like. It doesn't have to involve going to the gym necessarily. You don't have to have a gym membership because there's so many ways of working out. You can hire a trainer that comes to your house or you can go work out in a park. That's what you do. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't ha- and I know a lot of women, especially like you get even guys, like they get a little intimidated when you go to the gym and, you know, you see certain people working out and, you know, they're lifting a lot more than you or they're running a lot longer on a treadmill. Like, and that's just, I don't, I don't like that. That's one of the reasons why I don't even have a gym membership. Cause I used to feel bad about myself when I saw somebody who was like killing it on, you know, the step machine and I'm like, Ugh, like dying, <laughs> you know? Um, so I don't know. I just tell people not to put so much pressure on themselves don't do what everyone else is doing. Find what you like and give it a shot. And if you're bored with it after a week or so, try something else. Like there's an endless amount of ways to move your body. Totally. Yeah. That's exactly what I tell people too. Cause I have a client who went through the same thing with yoga and she was, went to a yoga retreat with me and everything. And now she's like, uh, I don't want to do yoga anymore. Like, <laughs> All right. Well, you know, so you just kind of go through those phases and you know, I'm kind of the same way. Like I was, um, lifting heavy for this would have been two years ago again. Gosh, everything was two years ago, <laughs> two years ago before, before baby. So that was a while ago, like lifting heavy and I hated it. And I was like, why am I making myself do this? Like I was trying to lift bar lifts and it was when CrossFit was kind of coming about. So I was like, oh, I should be doing CrossFit type exercises. My body did not like it. I was sore and I just did not respond well. So I was like, why, why do I do this to myself? Right. So, you know, and those are the things that you have to have self-awareness about to say, no, this isn't for me. And sometimes I think we ignore that inner voice that's saying, well, I really hate the gym because I hate doing, you know, maybe it's the Stairmaster. And you're just dreading because you know you have to do that. Well, mm-hmm. you don't have to. In your head, you think you do. But try something else. You know, maybe you hop on the treadmill and you're like, oh, I actually do like running. You yeah. know? So yep. those are tips that I also like to give people. Just find something that actually you enjoy. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I know that you have a kick sugar to the curb program. Can you tell mm-hmm. us a little about what that is and how we can get involved? Yeah, sure. Um, it's actually, I'm relaunching it in September, I think September 19th. So, um, I've had this program for a few years and it's definitely, it's definitely involved. Um, I used to just kind of sell it to people as like a one-off, but now I do it as a group program because I personally really love coaching in a group setting. Um, and I find that in a group, a lot of, it's good for people to hold each other accountable. Um, and they get more done and they get like quicker results. So basically it is a 10 day program. Um, it used to be called a cleanse, but I kind of, I like to stay a word from the word, stay away from the word cleanse because to me, cleanse and detox, they kind of, 
they seem restrictive and that's the last thing I want people to feel when it comes to food um, and you know healthy eating and a healthy lifestyle I don't want them to ever feel like they're restricted um, in any or deprived in any way um, so it's really a whole foods based um, program so for 10 days um, they get a bunch of content. I have like an ebook with recommended recipes, um, tips on how to reduce sugar, um, foods that are really great, foods that are not so great. Um, what else? They get like a DIY meal planner. Um, so they, if they want, they could kind of set up their plans for the 10 days, their meals for the 10 days. Um, there's like a recommended grocery list. What else? Oh, and this time, this launch, I'm actually going to be offering two live calls. Um, in addition, so they, they also get daily emails. So they're just getting like a lot of content um, in addition to the live calls. And then there's a Facebook group, which is really great um, for accountability. And, you know, it was awesome. The last time I did it, like people were posting pictures of the food that they were eating. Um, they're asking questions. And it, there was a lot of interaction. So it was really awesome. Um, and then, I don't know, it's, it's a short program. It's just 10 days long. But a lot of women found, find it to be really doable um, because there's so many options when it comes to food, snacks, things like that, um, and I'm always available to them. So I give tons of support, and they've got some really great results. Like, you know, their energy was better. Um, they noticed that their belly bloating was minimized. Um, some people said their skin cleared up. And then, of course, some women have even um, lost some weight from it. And, of course, it's not a huge amount of weight because it's only 10 days. Um, and I don't really promote it as a weight loss program. Um, but it's like a jump start. So if you're really looking to make changes and lose some weight, like, it's a good starting point for sure. That's really cool. Yeah, because I love that it's the group, the group aspect because, I mean, you can learn from each other and you can kind of meet mm -hmm. friends on there. And if people live close to each other, you know, they can maybe get, like, a walking group together or, mm -hmm. you know, Swap ideas. So I love that. That's awesome. How can yeah. people um, find that on your website or? Yeah, um, my website is just my name, ClaudiaPetrilli.com, and you can just click on, I think it's on the homepage, but you can also click on Work With Me, and then it's right up there, kick sugar to the curb. Perfect. And then where else can people connect with you? Where else do you like to hang out on social media? I'm everywhere. <laughs> no, that's not true. Um, I'm on Facebook. I have my private Facebook group, which I love. Um, I post in there daily several times a day. I do a lot of live videos. I show people, you know, what I'm eating for dinner, what kind of workouts I'm doing, um, some products that I really love. I'm always trying new products, so I like to share that um, with them. I'm also on Instagram, and my other obsession is Snapchat. Because yes, <laughs> it's Snapchat. fun. <laughs> yeah, and it breaks up the day, and I could be silly on there, and I don't know, I love it. That's <laughs> awesome. And I'll have all those links in the show notes if anyone is interested in connecting with Claudia. So my last couple questions, what does peaceful power mean to you? Peaceful power. Wow. That's a tough one. I should have, I should have thought about that before. <laughs> peaceful power. Oh, my gosh. I guess, like, right away what comes to me is being having control in your life. So I guess power to me has a sense of control to it, um, but being at peace with who you are and being okay with your own decisions and um, that in itself is so empowering, I think. I know myself personally. Before I hit 30, I cared about what everybody else was doing, what everyone else was saying. And then I was just like, screw this. This is my life. I'm doing what I want. <laughs> and uh, I'm not going to worry about what everybody else thinks or just worry in general. Um, and I'm at peace with all my decisions. And that to me is 
very powerful. Oh, I love that. That is, yes, that is awesome. Stepping into your peace. And I totally agree as we age. I think it's just kind of all the stuff that you're like, why was I obsessed about that? That yeah. really meant nothing in the grand scheme of things. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, comes, with, comes with wisdom, age. Yeah, no, I guess. the other way around. <laughs> wisdom comes right. with age. <laughs> yeah, yep. And then finally, I like to throw out a challenge to the listeners, so a weekly challenge. Um, so usually I have my guests, when they're on, um, throw out a challenge. Is there something you want to challenge the listeners to do this next week? Yeah, be more mindful of your sugar intake. <laughs> um, read labels and just really think about how much you're consuming. A lot of times we don't realize it. You know, if you're having a protein bar in the morning and then you're having, you know, a smoothie in the afternoon or whatever it is, even though people think they're eating healthy, um, you know, you still have to be mindful of your, your sugar intake. So definitely be pay attention to that. <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you so much. It was a pleasure talking to you today, Claudia. You too. Thank, thank you so much. Yes. And we will be back next week with another episode. Bye. If you're looking to spread more peaceful power in your life, head on over to sapphiretraining.com, spelled S-A, the word fire, training, dot com for more information about how to spread your peaceful power, as well as if you want a free resource guide on to working out for your body types, that is at the top of our homepage. So go on out there and spread your peaceful power.